Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Game Pass episode 617. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinzog. Ahoy. And Tony Korkanakis. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome guys, welcome listeners and viewers. Streaming live on Twitch. Join us. Chat with us. Please come along. Uh, we are also on YouTube the following day, so you can check it out there if you missed this live stream. But uh, hit that subscribe on either one. Smash it. Smash it. Welcome to 617, guys, of the Gamecast. Uh, we got to kick it off with what we've been up to. Um, Mike, what have you been playing? Um, let's see. I'll do the first thing that will probably cause less conversation. Um, I actually, on Game Pass, since we mentioned Game Pass last week, I'm like, well, I'm a little tired of the things I've been playing over and over. So I looked up uh, Firewatch, if you remember that one. That's on Game mm. Pass. It's one of those sort of first-person narrative adventure games. It's a quick okay. play. It's like four or five hours. Um, play through it. It's it's solid. It's good. Um, yeah. I'm already done. It took two nights. Um, nice. It's it's kind of depressing, but you know it's fine. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have any interaction with it or something similar at all. I watched some people stream it when it came out. I think or something. Okay. Did you did you get the story completely? Or not. No, no, no. It was like okay. the intro. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, interesting. It stars, um... Uh, I, I expected it to be a little something different than it was, but I, I liked it enough. It was good. Yeah, I know it got cool. good uh, good reviews and uh, a yeah. when it came out, so... Cool. Good. Um, yep. And then the other thing I played, and it was because a friend asked me to Overwatch at first... Too. Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was <laughs> I played Overwatch 2, which is Overwatch T-O-O, really, as I think Girlfriend Reviews did that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't come up with that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it, it is the same game with... Obviously, there's a lot of new characters for someone who hasn't played in a long time yeah. like me. But I don't understand. I, I did merge my accounts, but it takes literally an hour, two hours just to merge accounts. After the sign-in period, it needs to like do something. I don't know why it has to take that long to do that. Upload it all to the cloud. Who knows? I mean, it, took, it took you like an it hour. It doesn't make no, any it's, sense. It's, it's wait, probably wait, it's like, because it's it's archived. I'm guessing it's not even it's not spun up. So they gotta like go and find your data on the server, right. spun, spin it up, like, and like migrate. when you say they, they mer like did you have to like just wait at a screen or they're like well no I could play yeah. but it wouldn't have my handful of skins for each character that i i didn't get a lot but i i just found it interesting that it's like accounts are merging this will change like later and it would be like an hour like a merge queue i'm like what really i just filled all this out and found my account but i i guess the game is having so many server issues right now and i'm not i'm just not i'm not excusing it i'm just not surprised i mean there's still yeah they even came out apologize and give people or give people stuff for the bad launch and stuff so yeah um and obviously i looked at the battle pass and it's terrible i'm not going to spend money on it um (laughs) it's so funny Uh, because uh real quick uh somebody on uh error actually made a thread that was like somehow blizzard went away with loot boxes and made a worse system and it was sort of funny because like that's exactly it like it's exactly and i know we talked about a few weeks ago but like i'm just like yeah here it is like I, i knew it i was like man all this uh you know, tirade against loot boxes when me personally, like, I wasn't, I don't think any of us were really oh, affected okay. by loot boxes. But it's like, oh, look, you guys complain about it. Look what happens. It's worse now. I'm surprised. <laughs> you had, at least you had a chance with the loot box. Yeah. Now you just don't yeah. know what you're getting. 
or yeah. if you'll ever get what you pay for. Or you have to spend uh, 40 hours a week full-time job yeah. to get it. But, you know, it it was fun. I, there's obviously some new characters to learn, and I didn't <clears> really have too many network problems. I just, I also don't understand how, unless it's not open, how to do the whatever challenge to unlock, like, competitive or play. Uh, I thought if you, the way they advertise, or talk about it during launch week is that if you had the account, maybe it's because the merge to happen, but my understanding yeah, is maybe. if you did, if you had Overwatch 1, you could jump into competitive, but if you were a new account, they made you go through 50 or 100 matches or whatever it is because they want to cut down on those um, Smurf berries. Yeah, like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe it merged. Maybe my merge wasn't done before, even yeah. though it said it was, or my yeah, my, play was so, my play is so old that it didn't convert because <laughs> this is a while ago now that i stopped playing mm-hmm. overwatch yeah. so okay whatever it's it's the same game yeah Corey, did you play right. more of that no i i did not play more of it i eh, it's it's whatever i have some friends that want to play but it's not really worth my time right now um what, what have you been playing then what did you play? Uh, this week I've stopped playing sports, much of anything. Sports. All all sports. Got it. I um nope. I ended up uh loading Turtles the collection. Cowabunga. There we go. Cowabunga, Cowabunga collection. collection. Yeah. So I got to uh yeah, I got I, I bought that for twenty five bucks. I that's I, a I was, solid deal. I, I thought, thought it was a good deal. Really good. I meant yeah. to get it. I'll it was a good deal know. when it was forty. Forty. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a I saw, forty. It's just yeah. golden. I saw Wario post it from the Indie Gala, I think it's mm-hmm. called or Indie. Yeah. So I was like, I never used them before, but I was like, ah, whatever, I'll give it a shot. He's posting like it. Game, I trust it. Yeah, yeah. Game no, bullet so. or, or something. If, had it. Yeah, if yeah. Wario's ever like this is sketchy, he'll he'll preface being like, I've never heard of this site before, but give it a shot <laughs> if you're nope. willing to risk uh, a credit card. Yeah. No, he um he posted that, so I went in there and bought that. And I got you know, I played Turtles in Time. Um I actually tried which out one? Which, which version? The, yeah, uh, which one? <laughs> That was the hard time. The first one on the cartridge, I think it was the SNES well, version. First, I think the first one is the arcade one. Oh, is it? Like was handheld it? or on your TV? It was handheld. Um, okay. So I had a hard time seeing oh, the maybe version. Maybe that's why you can't tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a hard time seeing the difference. Because I was flipping between the two of them, trying to figure out which one it was. I chose the first one, which may be the arcade, because I was getting... It I doesn't mean, explicitly state which one it is? I didn't they see do. it anywhere on the screen. They do. If, well, no, there's a, there's a logo of which... Um, Maybe I missed you know, the logo. It was on the bottom. Like it's not. It's not an official logo. It's just like it's still, you'll see uh, an arcade cabinet or a or an NES or controller. Super. Super, yeah, stuff like still that. Twenty five dollars at. Game oh, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up it. But um, as of no, t- Tuesday at nine o'clock, okay. the eighteenth. You, you do see the differences between the versions quite a bit more the way this is set up. Like the arcade version is quite a bit quicker than the Super Nintendo version, and it is a little bit cleaner too. Yeah, but super, I mean, the Super Nintendo version has extra yeah. levels and way better bosses. And this is just less the music. <laughs> this was just the basic game too. So yeah, I don't think that. But I, I don't remember it being as challenging as it was. Like I got destroyed. Like this game, I, I can't remember. I must. How many quarters I must have dis- like gone through with this oh, game yeah. in the arcades? All, uh, all the arcade ones are tough. Although I think the first one is even worse with cheapness. So mm-hmm. Turtles in Time arcade is. Yeah, you I have just, a chance. It, <laughs> I feel like I just played the Turtles game. I think I did it when we were on my bachelor party trip. Mm-hmm. I think I played the game, so I didn't. I didn't play that one. I, that's why I played Turtles in Time, and I played Tournament, Tournament Fighters. Um, Which one, the Super Nintendo one? 
I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't I couldn't, know. Probably, I couldn't find the version on the screen. I'm, if I'm, it's if it's a colorful kind of good one, it's the super. Hold it up, Jim. Prove it. Pull it out. I just, I don't know Do where it's on the screen. But like, if you guys can show me where this is on the screen, I will be forever. It's on the bottom it. in the center. Maybe it gets cut off on your display. I don't know. How old are you, Jim? God, damn. Put some glasses on, old man. How do I explain it? It's Anyways. probably the Super Nintendo. They, the, the way that the... If you just go like left to right through the games, the, yeah. kind of the better stuff is at the front. It's very front-loaded. You get all the, the, uh, the Game Boy stuff at the end. And uh, the best tournament fighters by far is the Super Nintendo one. I had this one too. Sorry, Colin. Yeah, I I, I played. Huh? I know Where I'm trying to load it. Panzer Dragoon loaded. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's uh. Why did, I don't even know how to download content, but whatever. So I, I'm trying to see where this is on this game. But okay, so anyways, I played Tournament Fighters, and I believe it was probably the Genesis version. Uh, I I don't know. I just got. If it's the destroyed. Genesis version, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna get like wiped every time unless you like look every stuff round, up. Every round, every match. Look stuff up and cheese the cheesers. You gotta do corner grab, corner grab, corner grab over and that's over. All again. I was getting done was grab. That had to be the Genesis version. I, I, that's all I got. Probably. That's all that was happening. So did you but, hear did you hear someone say Kawabanga? Kawabanga? Kawabanga, yes. The clone turtles say Kawabanga right, in so the Genesis here... version. <laughs> After they beat Is... the shit out of you. Here's what I see. I don't know if we can. That's oh, that's the Super Nintendo version. How do you? Where's that? Oh, because it's the bottom of the screen, the controller. Yeah. Also, oh. I just know what they look like now because I've played them all a bunch. Oh, I can see. Okay, I see it. The controller layouts. And I mean, yes, the okay. Super Nintendo version is hard yeah. too. I have but... to know the controllers. You have to know the controllers. That's all. Which is yeah, kind of weird. You, you know how you can look at the strategy guide for each game as well. It's strategy. Not. You can. Um, I don't know what the. The only the game I don't. For you. What game I want to go back to playing in this is the original NES version of the Turtles game. Save all the time. I know because yes. I never. I never finished that game. I never beat that game. I never mm. beat that game. By the third level, I had no turtles left. Also, for a trip, there's the watch mode, which you sound like, oh, you don't want to do that. That's cheating, and it is cheating. But just to <laughs> see, because the, them go through and not get hit it's, in it's, these it's, games yeah. is ridiculous. Especially the arcade games. Yeah, it's like watching it's a very, game. Yeah. It's very tedious, actually, in the first arcade game because you see the guy literally like running in circles, making a line of like foot soldiers chasing him so he doesn't get hit ever. And then he takes one out and then stops and runs away and slowly in circles. It's ridiculous how they had to do that. Yeah. Um, I did resort to that a little bit with the NES <laughs> version at one point because I didn't save at the right time or I saved when I had too many injured turtles. So I just... You know, skipped to them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see, over the weekend, uh, showed us some of the Easton crew the uh, Xbox Series S emulation capabilities and stuff like that. So, just a gamut of retro games uh, spanning from like Worms Armageddon on Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the game on Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah. Loaded up a bunch of like PlayStation <laughs> games. Uh, some N64 stuff. I mean, it, it's, it's just awesome. Like, if you have a Series S, or I think even X, you just, you need to do this. Like, it's just, why would you not at this point? Um, but then, uh, to try to help sway the uh, incoming uh, request for Holiday Halo, I showed them Master Chief Collection as well, and how 
you could just mm. queue if you just want to play matchmaking for Halo, any of the Halos or a couple of the Halos. And they're like, wait, you can just queue up for like the Halo games you like? I was like, yeah, dude. And they're like, <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. So just, it was, of course, as they were about to leave, I was like, oh, I forgot to show you guys this. So then I showed them this and they're like, wait, you also like take other people online? I was like, yes, I could take both of you online right now and we could play matchmaking. And they're like, what? So like we booted up. Next thing we know, we're playing Halo for another hour past the time they were trying to leave. Of course. Something like that. But it was just fun uh, going through some of those old things. Now, I will say, Saturday night at like, you know, 1 a.m. or whatever it is, East Coast, I expect anybody else to be playing Halo, like CE, you know, Combat Evolved online is probably pretty good to some capacity. But we fought this one group that was just insane. And I was like, are you guys? hacking because it was literally no scope headshots around the corner stuff like that from a sniper off i'm like okay i know i don't have the best reaction times anymore but that is insane like that is just you mm-hmm. have like a they one second window. your ass man they, oh, they, they did. did oh they did oh, it was humiliating i was like uh... i think the other issue is a lot of the, the newer players are probably still trying to stick it out with infinite at the point so anyone who's still like good late night yeah. on master chief collection has been playing that game for like yeah, five true. years or whatever yeah. so <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah yeah so we'll see that oh. uh the, the new game i got uh and this is totally just off of somebody i follow on twitter just making a comment but um it's a game called uh potion omics potion omics and i don't know if uh we were doing the podcast this time this other game release but it's called um reciteer and it was like an item shop tale it's like super, and when I say indie, it's like super indie in terms of like a handful of Japanese developers made this indie game where it was an RPG, but instead of playing like the heroes or anything like that, you played as an item shop keeper. Right. And what you had to do is you had to buy and trade, sell like items, uh, and then put them on display and draw people into your item shop and then haggle prices yeah. up and down and stuff like that to like maximize your profit so you could build up your shop and then carry and sell more items and then so on and so forth. Capitalism ho. That was yeah. the big meme for it. And so I got one of my favorite games. And ever since then I was like, man, why don't people make a game like that? And stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I read that there's this game called Potionomics that was in development for like six years, indie title, but it's takes that idea but puts a spin on it. Instead of just being an, a general item shop, you're a um potion maker in you know a fantasy you know rpg world and stuff like that kind of same premise like the main character's uncle dies and leaves her his potion shop and stuff like that so she comes in moves in and lo and behold it was a trick like now she had inherits not only his shop but his debt of like a million gold coins or something like that yeah she's like i'm never gonna make a million gold coins in my life and they're like yeah well you know because of the contract we're just gonna enslave you then basically you know until we feel that you've repaid your debt so the whole game is about you trying to make better potions, selling the potions, and kind of the same thing, bartering with prices with NPCs. But instead of just like dialogue choices, uh, they implemented a like card game aspect. And it's kind of like, um, you know, any card game or like Dominions or something like that, where it's like you have um, time, like uh, and a merchant will have like uh, 10 time units. And you have to do all your actions before 10 uh they kind of reach zero and then they get disinterested and they just leave the shop. So then you play these cards to try to like bring the value up or prevent them from like using their negotiating tactics on you and stuff like that. But long story short, it's really fun. Uh, I loaded up, didn't had 
no expectation of this and just next thing i knew like two hours ago i was like oh shit it's, it's dark out all of a sudden like nice. i need to cook dinner and stuff like because it was wow. literally just i read a tw uh, tweet post about it it came out like friday or something like that i was like okay and then monday i bought it monday, on a whim actually <laughs> or monday i'm sorry yeah monday i i bought it and just started loading i was like oh, i'll play the first day and then i played like the first week it's two hours later i was like oh shit like i need to go make dinner and stuff like that thanks nice. anyway fantastic game 20 bucks i think right now uh, and just another awesome, you know, indie, indie title, title, which yeah. just is not. So there's indie. a guy that I I like listen to his podcast. He does Steam Deck stuff, so like I'm all in on the <laughs> Steam go, Deck. Yeah. And he's like, this. He talked about it, and he's like, it's deck, it's deck verified. So <laughs> deck verified. Interesting. Uh, I might have to pick that one up too. Cool. I'm looking yeah, at it. Now. Yes, Jim, you got a PC game new world right now. So. New world, guys. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. So then the other part too, real quick, is that it's part um, dating sim too. Mm -hmm. oh and that all the NPCs you I'm can in. like romance them and stuff like that. So like okay. it's kind of like you, you got to get that uh that experience somewhere else, Jim. Yeah, it's all downhill, it's, so you got to. It's insane because <laughs> they they literally took like kind of like the um think of the Persona um like overworld type of time management where like got you it. have so many units of time in the day to do like non combat stuff where it's like oh I want to hang out with Ryuji or whatever. It's like oh I want I want to hang out with um. You know the the tank NPC or something like that. Like you do that, and that's how you build yeah. relationships. So it's like time management as well as like the storm and potion management and stuff like that. It's it's really complex actually, but it's so much fun. I'm really enjoying it. So I highly recommend. Oh, great. All right, uh, let's go into some news, guys. That was um, potionomics, by the way. If you forgot um, what we're talking about, yeah, potionomics. Sorry, we we talked a little while on that one. Yeah, I'll mention it probably next week because it is in my cart. All right. Um, <laughs> It sounds good. I just it sounds like exactly kind of like a I don't Bill, know a crazy involved yeah. yeah not a crazy involved game and uh, I still think I'm detoxing from Elden Ring. It's so weird. <laughs> like you know, every game about the Steam Deck though and you know Switch too obviously you can like like put on like football or something or mm -hmm. baseball and you could be playing a game and just kind of especially with baseball because baseball whatever you just peek <laughs> up every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, no, I and just now like the Mets are gone. So. Yeah, no, that's why you don't have to really watch it. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think that oh, there is portion off. It was ten percent off. Yeah, launch discount. Okay. Cool. Um. Anyways, so we're gonna get into news now. Uh, let's do that. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we got. Um, there's a couple things right now. Let's kick it off with Microsoft bad news. Microsoft laying off employees. I saw this today. Nearly one thousand people across the company in multiple divisions. Um. A lot of it was, I was including Xbox and Edge teams, but uh, I know that there was a lot of development divisions, uh, next gen tech, right? Yikes! Apparently, yeah. yeah. Thousand thousand people laid off. Uh, did this happened today or was this yesterday? I can't remember already. It's been like a blur the last two days. It was yesterday, right? They did all this. Yes, yesterday. So I don't know. Uh, they give any other explanation? No, I mean I think they announced it during one of the quarterly like the last quarterly uh, investor relations call over the summer or something like that. And it's just finally coming because they, mm. they touted, they're like, Oh, this is less than 1% of our workforce or something like that. When you think about like a thousand jobs, you're like, Oh, a lot that's, of people. that's a lot of people. And so, like that. so it sucks. Um, you know, it is what it is. It's just, uh, you know, we're in a recession, blah, blah, blah. But it is just like, kind of like crazy when you think about like, you're buying Activision Blizzard for how many billions of dollars. And then you're, you're laying off a thousand people. Uh, you know, in the in the next quarter or something like that. It's just kind of insane, but yeah, you know, 
Yeah, uh, it is crazy. All right, what else we got? Nintendo takes step to protect its staff for the uh, growing harassment issues we're seeing in the industry. So what steps has Nintendo taken here to protect their staff from these the crazy neckbeards? We'll call it neckbeards. Well, uh, I don't know if it's actually directed at the neckbeards. Reading this, uh, it seems like it's actually more directed at the uh, Karens and... Oh, oh, what did we say? Okay. Uh, a, a male version of a Karen? Ken's, I think. Ken, yeah, Ken's Karen's. Karen's and Ken's. In okay. that um, they said that any any customers that try to harass their employees, whether it be customer service, uh, and oh, people Jim, don't call them. <laughs> I, I did think of you, Jim, when I when I when I read this. Um, <sighs> but yeah, as, long as, they provide good, as, as <laughs> long as they provide good customer service, yeah, I yelled at them like crazy. Well, oh no, that's, that's exactly what they're saying. They're like, if you do this, we uh, will most likely ignore your requests, and if it's a repeat offense, we might just. Like refute wow. you and ban like your Nintendo account and stuff like that, um, <laughs> which you know it sounds drastic, but at the same time, like more power to them because yeah, I, I don't I mean, think nobody deserves protect, like right. the, the people that are serving you don't deserve to get harassed. They're right. not the ones <laughs> like right. they're taking the front end of this, uh, uh, you know, yeah, assault. But mm-hmm. like they're not yeah. the ones to blame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I even like a. Personally, the other week I had to talk to Amazon because uh, there was a charge that somebody made on one of the fire sticks that aren't in my household. And I was like, yo, like, this is a mistake. Like, it was my brother-in-law. He had, like, an MLB subscription, but the app, I guess, was confusing. And he purchased it instead of, like, just downloading the app to log yeah. with his own credentials or whatever I got. So it charged me for, like, the Red Sox subscription. It was, like, 200 bucks or 150 or something like that. Yeah. Wow. I was like, That's, yo, yeah, what was it? Rough. Yeah, I didn't catch it for a while. And they're like, we're sorry, like if you had said something right away, like we'd have done something for you, but like it's months later. I was like, I was like, yo. And I tried to explain my case. I was like, yo, I never received an email that said, hey, like thank you. Like we are ch- charging you this amount. Like there's always a receipt email that says you are being billed this now. It should I be, like, yeah. I was like, I never received that email. She, and they were like going back and forth with me about this stuff. And I was like, look, I don't want to get angry at you. It, it's not you, but like, can you just get me to customer retention then? And instantly she's like, okay, hold on a moment, Anthony, blah, blah, blah. Comes back like five minutes later. is like, you know, I spoke with retention for you and, you know, we see you've been a prime member for so long. You're good standing, blah, blah, blah. We're going to do this. Just please, you know, there, these are the steps you can take for that kind of thing to prevent it from happening again. So like, I totally yeah. took it away. And that was the way, I, you know, I handled it. I didn't get angry. I didn't get my voice, but like, I know so many people don't do that these days. And it just, for for a lot of these companies, it's just like, hey, uh, you're our customer service rep, you know, 32 ACXY, whatever. It's like, just take the abuse and handle it. So, man, yeah, don't just, just I, number. I, I don't think I told you guys the story of Amazon, the latest saga. That's always out of, of being, of being I've, you know, I was charged twice for, for a TV that, I have you returned. Mentioned this, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's been. It's yeah. happened twice now. It happened last time once, and then it happened again. They charged me again uh, last week. I had to get the money back on my car. I had to call them up and yell. At... I didn't yell. I was very nice. <laughs> you just uh, said <laughs> yell. You just said yell, bud. Well, I was charged two hundred and twenty dollars twice for something I have returned, and the woman didn't understand what I was saying. And I was like, "Let me just explain it to you better." So 
I went, I broke the whole thing down and she's like, I do see that now. I see that. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, thank you. So I'm getting the money back. She's like, yeah, I'm like, and I'm not going to be recharged. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, I'm like, can I get that in writing from you? Yeah. So she, she emailed me, which was yeah. really good of her. Uh, it was awesome this time. I got good response. It just matters who you talk to. I know that. I know that. There's but. how you talk as well. Yeah. Hey, I'm always there, there are there are bad customer service agents for sure. No, no, absolutely. absolutely. No matter what you say, you're just like, oh, your company like killed my child, and they'll be like, we're very sorry for your terrible experience today. No, that, like, <laughs> there are people that are there just to you know Make phone it in, and yeah. essentially they'll do whatever they can to transfer you to nowhere so that they can just get you off the phone. But I mean, yeah, at the but, same time though, is if you treat people with respect, they're going to treat you with respect. You're human; they're human. That's the main thing. Is usually. If, well, when you speak with a human, not an automated <laughs> attendant, uh, it helps for sure. So, yeah. You know, again, treat people how you want to be treated. It's like people, like your parents tell you this, like every, like as you're a kid, treat others how you want to be treated. And, you know, look at this. Uh, yeah. Things can happen sometimes when yep. you do that. So, all right. Um, let's exit. Sorry. Just closing some windows here. All right. So we also have news. Uh, let's see. MK Onslaught was announced today. Was that a mobile game? That mobile money. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. I saw that today. I was like, oh, Mike's gonna be so upset when he reads this. Fucking yeah. mobile. I hate mobile. That was my first thought when you posted it. I was like, oh god. Um this is the know 30 what? year anniversary spectacular. It... It's all they got. It's all they got. Is it delaying their other games from making this? That's the that's really the question to ask, Mike. How big is Nether Realm? I can't imagine them being that big that they could have this whole other department dealing with this that wouldn't slow them down a little bit. So yeah, I think probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it seems like they probably just outsourced this, I guess. I think they did too. But... Maybe, but there's there's been nothing else from them for a long time. Yeah. This is yeah. this is again one of those cases where I think it's not understanding the customer's perspective. And I'll go back to um you know the right way to do it. Like um when Nintendo announced a Metroid um, Tread, like you know, they're like Metroid Prime 4 is still being in development, guys. It's still being worked on, we promise. But here's a new, <laughs> a different Metroid game in the show that all. And the wrong way to do it was like with uh, Blizzard and like Diablo Immortal, where like there was nothing about Diablo 4. There's like yes. Diablo Immortal, and like, that's gonna love this, right? That was the wrong way to do it. And this, I think, is just you know, okay. kind of like that. It's like they 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 absolutely should have said, guys, we're working on Mortal Kombat whatever or you know injustice three or whatever the, whatever the next one is on. yeah but to be like hey guys 30th anniversary mobile game mortal Kombat, it's like it's a little tone deaf you know yeah tone deaf. gotcha in yeah. my opinion anyway and i'm not even like a big mortal Kombat fan but i'm just like i read that and i was like Ugh, i feel sad for more gross yeah yeah, especially for your 30th anniversary. Like, yeah. You know it's coming. It's not like it comes out it, of nowhere. <laughs> it does almost feel like they couldn't do what they wanted to do, so they yeah. scrambled to get this in for the anniversary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely felt like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it comes out. I doubt anybody's... It, it's it's mobile. None of us are really going to care. We're not going to care. It's not yeah. our... I don't think it's... So. We are not the audience. <laughs> We're not mobile gamers. Yeah. Uh, let's go with the other style of gaming as well. Netflix is seriously exploring a cloud gaming offering. Uh, I mean, they got games on their service already. Yeah. Now this is something like I, I think I posted it before, but um, yeah, you can down go into the Netflix app and then download games through it and stuff like that. 
Drunk we shout to the breaches on there. <laughs> the breach, yeah. So it's not like they're getting like just crap games, but um, I'm not saying everything's great, but like they, you know, are curating to some degree. I don't know. It's interesting. Whatever Netflix wants to use their money to get more games on the platform and expand their service. Sure, you know, more power to them. It's not like you know they're making like game flicks or something like that, and then it's an add-on. Right? No, it's it's no. we might get there at some point in time. Yeah, they're not trying to replace consoles. They're just over time uh, add more content for you. They right. want they want to keep you in their system. Right, and I appreciate right. that rather than like. It's like, oh, damn, another, like, you know, like Amazon with Luna and Google with State, you know, the mm-hmm. thing that was formerly known as Stadia and stuff like that. It's just not everybody should be, you know, a, a publisher or a developer or whatever. It's like just stay in your lane and then maybe take take baby Also, steps. they crushed their earnings this today. Their earnings came out today. Oh, really? They I didn't crush them. Their stock was up 14% today uh, after Ooh. hours, after oh, they crushed shit. it. Yep, they. I guess they added 2.4 million new subscribers. Mm. They talked about password sharing. It's cracked down. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. So um, that's coming next year. They're gonna offer people who are sharing stuff a friends and family plan, uh, stuff like oh, that. Oh, that'll work okay for a lot of people. Like for me, like I split sure. that with people. That'd be great. I'd be all um, But yeah, they expected to be like around 213, uh, and they actually hit. 310 almost a dollar over what they expected which is ridiculous wow. usually on that news it goes down which because it's bizarre <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but you give them credit you buy on hype but they crushed it. Mm-hmm. yeah so all right uh let's go with the gotham knights news real quick capped at 30 gotham frames Knight. have you seen oh no, no gotham knights are right I, I got it right i'm good i know i'm so used to everyone getting it wrong have <laughs> you guys seen reversed it have you seen the pc requirements for this game it's insane, dude. It's insane. They're fucking ridiculous. It's not insane. verified. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, they, I, um, those PCs can't run that. This uh, is feeling a little cyberpunky to me at this point. It's not optimized. You can see it. Like it's being no. now. I can tell you, one hundred percent, this game is being rushed, which is stupid because of how long it's been in development. But um, uh, yeah, I, mean, I want to defend the game or seem like I'm defending it. But Warner Brothers does not respect the pc platform because even arkham knight when that came out um shit. that had shit mortal like, combat I mean, shit. no they don't yeah it's an afterthought it, it, right it took a long time for those pc platforms yeah. to get the support well, so there but the, if you look at the console version it's capped at 60 frames uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's wish the story. you wish yeah, you wish it was 60 <laughs> but the pc at least can i mean make dang, get, let's get to 40 if you can get to 40 it feels like 60 at least <laughs> so so yeah, this is the problem here. Um, yeah, traditionally they've you know made console games and then ported them to the PC. This seems like the opposite here. And they again announced earlier that, despite assurances or way earlier that this would be you know more cross-gen, that it's exclusive to next-gen consoles. And now they say, oh, on the consoles, the next-gen exclusive consoles. Or current gen, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it's only 30 frames per second. You need a PC to get to 60, which seems pretty insane to me. Yeah, no no performance mode. Like, there's no option. Like, I would have to imagine they're going to patch that in at some point. But if you're going to launch with that, like, that's that is unacceptable in this day and age with the technology, especially, the power in these systems, that's yeah. unacceptable. Yeah, especially since game. you have to pay $70 for this next gen thing. On PC you only pay 60. And it's just you're probably going to pay 40 in like all a month. So. 
Well, yeah, yeah that's what always happens, though. So. But, uh, so, yeah, not a good look. I think this game is a little cyberpunky. Like I, like he said, I don't this think game it's will optimized not, well. This game will not survive. Like, the thing that makes me sad is that this is like the first chance we can get to play as Red Hood. I love Red Hood. Well, you can just, play him in a in well. A, I mean, like in an Arkham game. No, he's in an Arkham game. No, challenge, challenge mode. Well, yeah. there's actually a very, very short story DLC for him. I mean, that's like the saying, like, "Oh, you can play as Harley Quinn in Arkham." Well, you can. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You can play it, but it's like a separate little thing that's just like a little stupid side off thing. This is a full sure. game that you can play as, mm-hmm. and you're getting non-lethal bullet. Piercing. Piercing. I don't <laughs> see. I don't points. mind that that much. It's it's the same thing with like how everything that Batman does will kill them, and it really doesn't. You just suspend your disbelief, make it work for the story. Who kills, man? That's his thing. I know, but he, he wouldn't be in the Bat family there. He wouldn't be on good terms with them in this situation if he was killing them. Well, maybe it could be part of the story. It probably um, will be. <laughs> probably should be. And they, like I said, we're just talking about taking the thing away from people. Like, you don't take the thing away. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Um, what do we have lastly? Oh, we have the lastly in the news. We have the Bayonetta voice uh, actor. Is it, uh, is it Helena? Helena Taylor? Helena Taylor. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, this, uh, is, <laughs> this is why you don't yeah. don't get wound up about the initial article until you follow well, through a little bit. The internet exploded. I um, feel like the opposite is true of what so we thought. It was reported... Um, was it yesterday, I believe, or two days ago? That no, two no. days ago, two days ago, right? Friday. Afternoon. Oh, Friday. It was last week. Okay, that was Monday. Yeah. It was so like, it was reported that she like basically only only was offered four thousand dollars to reprise her role, uh, and to take over the voice, the voice of Bayonetta. Her session. Um, she forgot to mention. Right. So what happened was Friday <laughs> afternoon, uh, Helena Taylor, who those of you who don't know is the uh, voice actress for Bayonetta. Um, you know, and she did a great job on those roles. And even last year, uh, when we got the first trailer for the game of Bayonetta 3, it was a, immediately noticeable that whoever was uh, talking as Bayonetta was not the original voice actress. So there's always questions then about what was going on with that. And then over the year, like, unfortunately, she like was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be in it, this, that, and the other thing. But on Friday, she just came out on Twitter with, like, I think four videos basically outlining that she was not reprising her role and that it was because she was being <clears throat> given a rate that she deemed unfair uh, by Platinum Games um, for her, you know, voice and stuff like that. And she claimed that they had only offered her $4,000. And this was after she had personally reached out to uh, Kamiya, who's, you know, the lead producer on uh, the Bayonetta games and stuff like that. And he was like, well, let me take care of this. And then they came back and tried to do $4,000. And she's like, that's gross. That's, you know, not, you know, that undervaluing who I am. I'm, you know, trained, th- you know, this, that, and the other thing, her qualities, her credentials, all this, whatever I want to take away from her. But then she kind of like went off on a rant about how like, you know, uh, Bayna is like a $500 million like franchise. And I was like, Mm. Okay, like I, that raised an eyebrow yeah. for me personally. I was like, I love this series. I love this series. I bought this game multiple times, but I find that <laughs> number highly dubious. Suspect, yes, very suspect. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> um, but the thing that really got to me personally was when she started talking about the replacement voice actress, who we now know is Jennifer Hale, who is one of the Shepherd. Yep, probably Shepherd. a bigger name than her. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and she kind of like went on to this thing that was like, she shouldn't be able to say that she's Bayonetta. She has no right. This and the other thing. And I was like, mm, that doesn't feel right with me personally, because like voice actors or actors in general get replaced for various reasons all the time, especially in the game yeah. industry. And yeah. I was like, look, I'm not personally happy about it. I would love to have the original voice actors back, but like saying that you're a placement because you turned down the deal kind of felt weird. But anyway, that was my personal opinion there. But like, she came out with a series of videos, and she was tearful and stuff like that. And I, I get it. I totally understand that a character that she was a part of for a long time, uh, she would be attached to and stuff like that. Yeah. But the internet, being the fucking internet, decided, okay. And 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 just to say, like, I think it's okay. Well, this is the original voice actor also like petitioned her fans and the fans of Bayonetta to boycott three. They were like, yeah. she, like so she did throw that out there. She's yeah. like, yeah, let's boycott this game. Right. <laughs> and stuff like that. So the internet being the internet fucking didn't even like just take her at face value, which is kind of weird because anytime <laughs> any other time a woman comes out and says like anything happened to her, it's like, oh, where's the proof? Where's the proof? This and the other. Mm-hmm. And then people just Created a mob, basically. Picked up their torches, picked up their pitchforks. Torches. It was like, fuck Platinum, fuck Nintendo, fuck Jennifer Hale, and just <laughs> across social media, just like harassed each and every one of them. Like, Jennifer Hale's getting so much shit. Um, Kamiya was getting so much shit, and people were, you know, again, he's a Japanese developer, getting talked to uh, in English uh, on Twitter about something at like, you know, 1 a.m. Japanese time or 2 a.m. or whatever like that, all of a sudden. Uh, and he was blocking so many accounts on Twitter that Twitter actually shut his account down for a day because they thought it was a bot program running this like script to, to just block <laughs> accounts and stuff like that. Uh, and then all these voice throughout the weekend. And, and of course, it was the weekend, so no companies were working. Uh, but over the weekend, all these other voice actors like came out saying all these sorts of things, sharing their details and stuff like that. Did my boy Troy say something? I don't know if Troy said something. <laughs> But uh, Steve Bloom definitely did, and he came to the mm, defense yeah. of Jennifer Hale that said, like, I have no idea what is going on with this project. I have no insider information about that. But what I do know is Jennifer Hale is the best among us in this industry. So if she is saying that whatever, like, or even if she had, she didn't make a statement initially or something like that, like, just leave her alone. Regardless like, of what happened. Her, between right, the what happened like, he yeah. said, just leave her alone. Yeah, just I saw his post. Yeah. Like that. <clears throat> Something the weekend happened, stuff like that. And then today, uh, Jason Trier and Bloomberg came out with a piece that was like, hey, so that wasn't the complete story. Surprise, surprise. Uh-huh. Uh, and actually, what had happened was initially, uh, and I learned a lot about voice acting rates and stuff like that. And I, See, I didn't know that I was why. talking. Yeah. And I understand now why like people like Nolan North, Jennifer Hale, and whatever do so many video games is because they fucking have to because they get paid an absurd hourly rate. But they don't. They only work on so many projects a year and stuff like that. But that's yeah. how they reach the upper echelons and stuff like that. So it's like now it's like, oh, Galaxy Brain. This makes sense. Yeah. They also can like get way more done than you'd expect in a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, Jason Trier did some investigative journalism, which he's excellent and known for. But he basically said, I have seen proof. I have seen the receipts that basically said that Platinum offered her to hire her at a rate between three and four thousand dollars per session. For a guarantee of four to five sessions, which would be a total of like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, right. basically minimum fifteen. Right, yeah. minimum of fifteen. And Helena neglected to leave that out. She focused on the four thousand dollar amount. And reading between the lines, it it seemed to me like 
They wanted her for that. She came back and said, no, I want six figures plus residuals, which is like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> unprecedented? Yeah, unprecedented. It's like, yeah, I, don't I don't think any, any, any voice actors. Do any voice actors do anything like that? I don't think don't so. Get re- you don't get residuals, no. They, yeah. I mean, it's not something, it is something maybe should be talked about eventually, but not right. six Absolutely. figures. If right. you're, you're way off the page here if that's the case i was like wow absolutely so platinum and it's not like platinum shut her down apparently there was a long bout of negotiations but ultimately they're like look we, we can't do that and then allegedly that's when you know she reached out to kamiya directly and kamiya's like look you know we want you to be in the voice of the game you're important to, to the franchise and the characters but like we can't afford that we're going to go with somebody else but we'd love to at least have you as like a cameo or send off to the original bayonetta because Spoiler alert, light spoiler alert for those of you who don't know. The new Bayonetta is all about multiverse and stuff. So there's like multiple Bayonettas and stuff like that. Oh, so they're like, one. yep. <laughs> so they're like, we'll pay you $4,000 for a one day or two day, whatever session, or, you know, $4,000 a day, two day session to do your, you know, send off as the character and stuff like that. And that is probably what she was referencing with the $4,000 comment and stuff like that. So it's a big mess. <laughs> all all these people just fucking harass people for no fucking reason without in, without complete information, and it just it's just frustrating. Like, I do know though now that Schreier revealed something that when my boy Troy does talk about it, he will blame Schreier somehow. I'm sure <laughs> he will. He I'm sure he, he will. will. No, I, I mean, it sounds friend, like Mike. I mean, your best friend. <laughs> I mean, it does it does teach the fact that like when news breaks, you know, wait for the entire story to come out so you know where. You should be. Don't just yeah. go grab your pitchfork. Like, right. Like the thing is, like, oh, like you know, I'll say you can believe somebody at face value yeah. and be like, "Hey, like this is my experience. It sucks." I'd be and like initially, I'd be like, "Yeah, well, you know, that sucks." I, I feel posted, you, I, I get, like, holy crap, I felt horrible for her when I posted. Yeah. I was like, I feel bad for that woman. Yeah, absolutely. I felt. I right. thought she was getting blacklisted or something. I'm like, Jesus, that's terrible. Right. Yeah. But it's one thing to be like, hey, now. I'm, I'm taking you at face value, and that you're in good faith telling me the, the entire truth and stuff like that. That that's one thing. But it's another thing to be like, I'm going to take every word you just said, 100% truth. There's no room for it's interpretation. Gospel. There's no yeah. gray or, or, or you know, shades of gray between it. I'm going to pick up a fucking sword. I'm going to stab people. For you. Like, that yeah, is crazy to me. It's like, go shoot this person. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I'm going to go talk to them first before I do any of that because that sounds kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing is if you hear one side of the story and not the entire story and you consider it to be the, you know, gospel of everything that's going to be here. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on. And it could be that that was the case. I mean, that could have totally been that doesn't give you the right. No. To go and harass people. This is not your battle, dude. It's not your battle. I mean, that's the thing is like she could have been telling the truth about it all and like been truthful about it. And at the same time, like. They, they don't the people that are replacing they're not they don't deserve all this hate no because it's bad they it's are business, taking yeah. a job offer that it's you know, not it's not the same as like scabbing or per se in like a right like and a that was strike or something it's yeah not and that's what quite people, that yeah that's what some people call they were calling i see, I see why they scab. they feel like they might make that you know leap but it's not the same yeah. just, money negotiations are weird whenever someone's with when it's their primary thing is money, I'm always a little skeptical either way because there's always hidden stuff for both sides with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's sticky. probably this woman like shot her shot and being like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can like leverage my position two games in and see if I can get as much money as I can. Which yeah, you got for you. And yeah. they call her and, and they're like, yeah, we can't they, do that. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. I mean, you, 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 we can't afford that. We're gonna give you as much as we can. Take it or leave it. And she so thought to take it. And, so just, yeah. I just it, wonder what was behind the desire to tell people to just not buy the game. Like, I so, don't know so where she's just off. off. And, and that's, that's, that's honestly what I think it is because, again, we had over a year of information of somebody else's being Bayonetta's voice in, in three. So it wasn't like this is a last minute decision. It was for over a year, at which point she could have come forward with information to help, you know, if she wanted to get the fans behind her or something like that, rally them behind her. She could have said it at any point between then and now but she yeah. chose to wait what two weeks before launch when maybe pre- she didn't believe they would they would go through with it yeah. they would call her in for the last two weeks to record everything yeah the, apparently the, they can since it's only like four sessions <laughs> yeah she waited till two weeks before the game is launched the the week that the preview started going out for the game which are glowing right now and stuff like that yeah um and the fact that she said boycott the game not you know hey you know, let let Platinum Games know that you really want me back as the voice of yeah. A&M or something like that. To me, it like totally undermined everything she had to say to the part yeah, where like, absolutely. I don't feel bad for her at all anymore. Like, no. mm-hmm. to the point where it's like... Didn't, didn't something just... similar happen with the like Bender voice actor for some like Futurama thing that was... Yeah, 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 yeah. So stand he... for the... He took a stand for the other voice actors too. Like he didn't also say that like it was egregious what they were offering. He was asking for more. He made that known. He didn't say... Anything about the, you know, he's just like, I feel like we should be making more money. So, yeah. so you know, and the, the thing is, at the end of the day, the underlying truth is, and now that I found out all this information about voice acting, voice actors do not get, A, the respect they deserve as Chris Pratt as Mario, you know, mm-hmm. number one thing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't get paid <laughs> what they deserve and stuff like that. And uh, this is not even going to like anime and stuff like that where uh, Crunchyroll and Sony are voice actors are like trying to boycott them because yeah they're getting underpaid and stuff like that it's, it's so just shitty overall but because of this act now of what uh helena or helena however you pronounce it did it just kind of undermines that whole message because she didn't make it about the industry she made it about her right yeah. yep because it yeah it, it does bring you know obviously like their hourly rate is great but yeah. they don't they're not needed for you know more than five hours, hours yeah for right. like a giant project like a multi-million dollar project so you just wonder maybe if maybe this does open up a conversation probably won't because of the way she went about it right and that's that's uh, the unfortunate part, yeah. about the residuals like if someone is really iconically tied to a character Mm-hmm. I, I like, do think a residual should be a conversation. Would it, would it make had, sense? Because, you yeah. know, actors and live action actors always, yeah. not always, but mm-hmm. can definitely mm-hmm. get that pretty commonly. I mean, so that's also it's interesting. a gamble, too, because they'll they'll take less money up front and say, like, I'll sure. throw me a percentage. And that's a gamble, because if the, the thing fails, you're not getting the thing with the same guaranteed money. Right. So. Yeah, so, I mean, there was definitely a message to be had there, but unfortunately, she was really selfish about it. And I really do think this thing on Friday was just a last-minute fuck yeah. you middle finger to platinum yep. to try yeah. to just cause as much havoc and harm as she could yeah. because it was and on era and twitter it was insane like literally just seeing all these people come out of the woodwork with such passionate hatred and it's so crazy to me because the last time this happened was when bayonetta 2 was announced <laughs> because again bayonetta 1 came out it was like you know some underground you know hit because it was you know like double may cry and stuff like that new ip that this and the other thing and then 
nothing about Bayonetta 2 until one day it shows up at that Nintendo Direct for the fucking Wii U. Mm-hmm. Because it's exclusive, because Nintendo was funny, and people just lost their mind. They're like, I'd rather have this game not exist than be exclusive to Wii U. It's like, I talked about that on this podcast. I was like, how does that make sense? Like, if you're saying you're a fan, you'd rather have this not exist at all for anybody rather than be on the platform of the system that you don't own? Like, that is, to me is just yeah. crazy. I don't know what it is about Bayonetta, but it just fucking gets people in a tizzy, and it's insane. Yeah. And social media is the worst these days. No, nope. uh, it it just exactly it exact exaggerable shoot Exas- I can't think. exacerbate, exacerbate. Yeah. that's exactly. it <laughs> thank you exacerbate. but yeah it's uh it's unfortunate because again she could have been more uh, like outspoken throughout the process yeah to get this Absolutely. going and you know huh. but yeah the timing of it all and it just yeah doesn't seem seem good she just comes off disgruntled in the end yep. yes mm-hmm. that's what it looks like now yeah. So, all right, and that's going to wrap up the GameCast episode, folks. So thanks for tuning in. You can write us all you can geek at, you can geek at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are live streaming Tuesday nights on Twitch, so join us there, please. Ask us some questions live on the air, or the following day we're on YouTube, so you can subscribe to either channel. Uh, like and subscribe, and we appreciate it, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week.